Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Consider a CV Geniuses podcast. I'm Finley Dunn. I'm Jack Addo. I'm Sam Blonde. All right. First episode of the new season. There's been tons of updates. But first, let's start off like we always do with a little picks update. Gatto, the two-time reigning champ, is currently in the lead again. Forty two. I mean it's pretty early in the picks. Sam went on a good run. Okay. Sam went on a run. I will say when I stopped doing good is when I was I was you know, when I was doing good at first because I was watching all of every game and I got a got a taste of like or I had a feel, a pulse on every team. Mm-hmm. And then I went to PK eighty five and I'm only watching a certain amount of teams. I'll get my eyes on every other team. And so mm-hmm. I start dropping some picks and then I pick up a sickness and I just couldn't even watch basketball because I was so sick. And and ever since then my picks have been devastating and it's let you guys back in it. You've also missed That's... your last five game of the days in a row. Well, yeah. The, I don't know, uh, the Ohio State, what was that? What what day was 11.30? Anyone know? When's, oh, that's when I was when's, the when's most it? sick. And so I I just looked at what you guys, what Finley put down. I just put down Ohio State, and that's why I missed it. I saw, you idiot. I opened, up, I opened up my phone, and I just saw Ohio State. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that's fine. I don't care. Um, I don't know why I picked Ohio State. I don't know why I did Ohio State. I, I should have put Duke. Creighton, Texas. Uh, Easy pick. Texas. Thought, yeah, I should have known it was Texas. I didn't realize it was Texas at home. I should have. That's poor by me. Uh, I thought Baylor would win, but uh, I couldn't go against Gonzaga because that's just like that's that's can't do it. Um, then Marquette, Marquette. I was surprised. That was a super good game. Like that was a really good either way. Yeah, Marquette. And I was then, surprised, and then I couldn't uh, go against San Fran, but I for sure. I was pretty. Utah, co- I was pretty confident. I was Utah pretty confident State. Utah State would win, uh, but I couldn't go across San Fran. That's you know, you you ride and die with your boys. Seems but, like ride or die might cost you. It yeah, it, really it might, but you know. In the end, one day later in the future, it's going to pay off when you guys aren't riding down with your boys and you flip-flop, and then I stay with them, and bang, I, I get my pick right, and you guys are crying because um, you missed yours. about right. Yeah. Uh, the, the notable percentages, um, Gatto's lock, he's getting like 60.7% of those. Um, game of the days, Gatto's also dominating. 67.9, but Gatto's upsets are 32%. Sam's upset is 60%. It used to be 80. Thing. Through like so yeah, which, first, which is the hardest thing. First two weeks, I was like at 80% for upset picks. You get significantly more upsets, right, than, than game of the days, <laughs> <laughs> which is ridiculous. Yeah, Upsets are way harder to pick because it's not even upsetting the spread. It's literally – it's just like a pure upset. <laughs> Way harder. What can you say, man? No, the teams. I told you I had a pulse on teams at the beginning. I was like, oh, that team's going to – I was just feeling it. I had ultra confidence. And then, you know, don't get the eyes on the teams. Kind of lose some some of that confidence. Get... It's also harder to predict earlier in the year because we don't know everything about the teams. Well, it was easier for me. We've also had, we've also had about seven Creighton game of the day, so <laughs> we might need to chill on that. Have we? Yeah, I oh. think Creighton like three days. Creighton, in a row. Creighton, Creighton. I blame, two in a row. I blame other people for. We had three in a row. Ones too. Three Creightons in a row. 
Jeez. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't not do Creighton Arkansas. You couldn't name a game. better game of yeah. Yeah. during the day. Creighton Arkansas was a well, great game, and then championship game Maui Gym. You have to do that. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have done Texas Tech Creighton, but was it? Yeah. And, well, yeah. Too late. It's all good. No. We're past that. No. All right, so that's the picks update. Uh, Gatto's feeling confident again. <laughs> like I can just tell, but maybe he'll falter this year. Moving we'll on, if, Sam. We'll see if Sam walks in. Sam has a Sam Mr. Excuses. Oh, I was in Italy, he couldn't make picks. Now I'm sick. Yeah, just, I'm coming just... off I'm coming off the IR. Um feeling good again. I need to get some I I need to start watching some games again, but this is kinda like we'll see. Who is um, UML? You what? Who is UML? You're you lost. Uh, UML. Oh, UMass, UMass Lowell, Lowell. Yeah. by 13.5. What a lock. Well, tomorrow's game slate of uh, slate yeah, games is awful. terrible. It's awful. Um, All right. Yeah. Moving on. Sam, break us down into something that you want to talk about. All right. Well, I was the eyes on the ground uh, for the PK-85 for Conservative CBG Geniuses. Uh, CBG Geniuses. Right? Yeah. There you go. Yep. yep. Uh, so, what are my big it? takeaways? How was, How was it? the experience? Uh like not that many people went. I think the strategy would have been to buy tickets up high for the entire like tourney and just then move just down. Move down because there was it was always just a ton of free spots in the lower bowl. Uh, was it was it really bad weather or something? Why weren't people showing up? Just on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's yeah. the Oregon State. It was, it was a pretty weekend too. Yeah, pretty poor. Yeah. Oh yeah, that too. Oregon State, Oregon, a civil war. Um so it was a pretty poor uh, turnout, honestly. I remember last year there being more. Or last, what, five years ago? When it happened five years ago, I remember it being more. Yeah, um, the 80s. <clears throat> yeah, so, but the seats were great. Um, I had a great view of the court. Went to every game in the Moda Center. Um, which, it, uh, there was only, like, one super close game, which kind of sucked. Uh, Villanova, uh, Iowa State. But it was still nice to see all these teams. It was a lot of basketball. Um Spent like three whole days at the Motor Center, so but it was fun. But my biggest takeaways now, I'll actually get into basketball. Um, mm-hmm. Biggest takeaways: UConn and Purdue, the two mm-hmm. teams that won the tourney. What a, what a big takeaway! Um, they are legit though. Um, both have so much size and shooting. Um, yeah, which is scary. I mean, you have Edie down low for Purdue, monster. Uh, if he doesn't get a bucket, it's because he's forcing a or you're someone someone is gonna be fouling him. Um and what's different is you kind of see Painter is smart and draws up plays just to get Edie a look at the post or as like an easy seal on the post so he can get the ball easily to him. Well then you look at like say Gonzaga and Timmy. Um mm-hmm. what Mark Few does is he doesn't do anything to try and get Timmy an easy look in the post and distract the other like defenders. Well, like Purdue runs stuff for Edie. They'll have all four guys on the perimeter running like plays or a set or having their defender actually have to defend them. Well, if you look at Gonzaga, like when we want to do the same thing and get the ball into Timmy, everyone's focusing on Timmy because we just have four guys sitting on the perimeter. Something interesting I noted. Uh, um, but Painter just made me realize how good of a coach he is. Yeah. And he needs to do something on tournament this year, man. So yeah, it feels yeah. nothing. Yeah, it feels like this is the year. But... I, yeah, I think so too, Gatto. 
someone. I think this is the year for him. Uh, you have to worry about the freshman guards though in March. They're really good. Like I like them they, a lot. They have but been, they're also been freshmen. really good though. Yeah, yeah the they year. have. I'm a big Braden Smith fan. He's an absolute yeah. hooper. You know when Painter brings out a Peyton Pritchard comparison for Braden Smith, he's pretty dang good. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't hate that comparison. He's a really smart point guard and just does the right things. Ethan, and the, it's, the thing is, it's not just him. They have four guys on that team that can all get the ball down to Gillis or get the ball down to Edie, and all of them mm-hmm. can hit the three. Ethan Morton, re- really smart player. Does glue the right guy, things. Gatto. Glue guy. Yeah. He's a glue guy, Gatto. You'd love him. Glue guy. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And then you got Fletcher Lawyer, just a sniper, Braden Smith sniper, but gets rebounds, gets assists. And then Gillis, he played great defense on Timmy, super tough, physical, good defender, and then can hit – he's a sniper from the corner. Um so, yeah, that Purdue team is uh, very scary. And then UConn, uh, you're talking about a team where they are so tall and athletic so they can defend you easily, uh, one through five, and then everyone can hit a three on that team. Sonogo can actually hit a three this year. Uh, yeah. Did not think yeah. I'd be saying that. Extended <laughs> his game outside the arc and is actually hitting them. Them. Not just hitting them, hitting them at a great percentage. Hitting them at like point eight. Yeah, he's hitting point eight a game at forty three point eight percent. That's incredible. And he's, he's also hitting eighty two. He's eighty two point five percent from the free throw line. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The Nogo has been a monster. And then around him, you have Caravan, great shooter in his own right, good defender. Hawkins is in like three points, uh, three three pointers a game. He's a sniper and he's got unlimited confidence. Andre yeah. Jackson at point guard is the craziest thing. This guy, me and, me and my uh, my brother and dad were making fun of him because he kept trying to do bounce passes. I forget what game it was, but he kept trying to do bounce passes for like every single pass. And then the second half, he stopped doing it. So he must have got yelled at, but it was so funny. He just tried to keep bounce passing everything. It's hilarious. But, he, okay, so say well, he makes the wrong player. He tries to be too flashy a lot of time, but he can make some incredible passes because he sees above the defense. And he uses that to his advantage. Yeah, he's, he's six, 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 seven. Yeah, he's a, he's a freak athlete. I did not and, expect him to bring the ball up. No, and I didn't expect him to have this vision. He does have great vision. It's yeah. just let's just make the pass instead of get fancy with it. Yeah, um, yeah. Tristan, I'm looking. Tristan Newton's been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's been he, he's been big for them. Uh, Obviously, Calcaterra. the emergency. Joey Calcaterra, or Joey California, as they call him. He's been awesome. <laughs> oh my god, oh, what a sniper from USD. I mean crazy he he actually impressed me because i didn't think he'd be good i was like why did uconn just get this guy like he was he was okay at usd and over here he has his role he's just a sniper they bring him on and like he shoots the ball and he knows it's going in every single time it's incredible he his three-point percentage is super high really good shooter um yeah he's he's shooting 58.6 percent from three this year yeah (laughs) doesn't do uh too much else especially well but, I mean, that's his role, and he knows his role. They don't he's need him, score. too. Yeah. No, yeah, he just scores on offense when they need, you know, a little boost. And then you bring in Klingon, who in the championship game kind of was definitely the MVP of that championship game. They brought him on every time they went on a run. Yeah, he's, he won that award, right? Yep, he did. A big dude, 7-2. Um, and I kind of compare him to Edie, and he's just a really smart 7-2 player. Uh, he has, I think, pretty similar qualities. He towers over people. Uh, smart with how he can test at the rim, doesn't tr- get in too much foul trouble, I feel like. Um, and just offensively, it doesn't 
like just they would run something for him and he just gets right next to the hoop and it's a foul or it's a bucket. Um, so that's a really special player they have also. That UConn team is really good. And then you get Diara. I mean, what, Texas A.M. last year's starter was a solid player for them and then comes over here and he doesn't doesn't start, but he's a solid point guard off the bench for him. Elaney hasn't even done that much either. And he's, yeah. He's pretty good. He was kind of uh, – PK. I didn't even mention him because he didn't impress me at all at PK-85. Yeah. Um, he's but, a pretty good defender, yeah. but he has not done much offensively. <laughs> no, and he got in a foul trouble some games. Um, but, yeah, that team is really impressive. I think UConn – I have them second, and I have Purdue first. Um, the only reason I have Purdue over UConn is literally the ED. Yeah. Uh, Player of the year, ED, I mentioned. He's going to get player of the year. I don't think it's going to be really close by the end of the year. Everyone's just going to be like, yeah, it's ED. Everyone's on the hype train. I mean, yeah, he dropped 31 and 22 today. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's yeah, absolutely, incredible he's absolutely dominant. He's really, like, showing when he gets enough. I mean, he's been limited to, like, 18 minutes a game the past couple of years. Yeah. He's obviously improved, and he's good playing way more. And, and, and it's really making them a lot better. Yeah, I going mean, back to UConn, uh, looking at the championship game stats, uh, Jackson Andre Jackson led the team in rebounds and assists, and then also tacked on ten points. He had thirteen rebounds, five assists, and ten points. He's a he's a good player. Two steals board, as well. Athlete, apparently a good passer. Sam says he's good bounce passes, and all you got to <laughs> do is pretty much bounce into Snowgo and he scores. So. I mean, he's 4.3 assists on the team. He's leading them in assists. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's a good passer. Yeah, I, I was good impressed. Player. And he's great in, great on defense. He really anticipates. Yeah, uh, exactly. He's in the passing lanes heavy and anticipating passes. 1.5 steals again. The whole thing about UConn, too, is they all just, like, defend with so much heart. All of them are sprinting around, um, going after every loose ball, looking for steals. They they impressed me on the defensive end, for sure. The top ten and adjusted defense on Ken Palm, and uh, top ten on offense too. Ninth. Yeah, I'm not surprised either that they they were very impressive to me. Out at the end of the term, I was just left left wanting a game between Purdue and UConn because I think that'd be very interesting. Yeah, that would have been that would have been very interesting to watch Sano go in and Ed go at it, and then all the guards around too. Yeah. All right, what about you guys? Some early teams that are standing out to you? I think we got to talk about Texas. I think Chris Beard's finally got him going. He's gotten guys that have bought in. Yeah. Last year was kind of like half and half. <laughs> and he's got – I mean, Tyrese Hunter's an absolute dude. Serge Barry Rice um, is, has been a much better addition than I even thought. He, I thought he'd be good, but I didn't think he'd be this good. And Dylan Mitchell's – freak on defense they still don't really have a center at all but it doesn't really matter they're just they're flowing and they're defending at a high rate and they're they're one of the best best couple teams in the country this year yeah a couple teams i'm looking at uh they had some early early losses actually just one for uh tennessee but tennessee had a great bounce back month um won the battle for atlantis mm-hmm. i thought they looked really well especially against kansas um so I think they're back on track. They got a game against Maryland coming up and Arizona. So mm. two really good tests for them. But I think they improved so far after that Colorado collapse they had. And then for Duke, I think Duke 
has improved as well. Um, one of your guys, Sam, Tyrese Proctor, has been playing really well as of late. Um, they beat Xavier and then obviously lost to Purdue, but I mean, everyone's losing to Purdue right now. And then beat yeah. a good Ohio State team at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got Iowa on Tuesday. That'll be a good game. Um, but, yeah, I think both of those teams have looked good as of late. Um just a comparison to their early season losses. Yeah. I think going back to Tennessee, a lot of it's got to be Josiah Jordan-James coming back, too. Yeah. Playing, yeah he's played point. three he's games now, and he's he's been absolutely fantastic. 14 points, 6 assists, 1.7 steals, and he's shooting the ball crazy percentage from three, which probably won't last. He's a old, he's a leader, and he's a good player, and he, he helps them a ton. Yeah. Duke, yeah, Duke. I don't know. Sam, thoughts on Duke? Uh, I think Duke is better than I thought they'd be at this point. I mean, think about it, Finn. We ranked them preseason what, like twenty four. Um, we weren't really sold on them around but twenty. Yeah, yeah. I, I think now I'm more confident in them. Filipowski is a very good player. Uh, yeah, he surprised. He has surprised. Yeah, he surprised me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just does a little bit. I mean, it, how good he is offensively. Was he's polished. He's very polished. Very polished. Can hit through ste- uh, like step in the threes, which I didn't expect. In the Purdue game, he actually was I think, the only player to hit a three until maybe the very end. Uh, I think someone else might have hit one. But when I saw Duke, I was impressed. Mark Mitchell struggled in the tourney. Didn't do that well. Proctor looked good. Roach. I mean, Roach is really good. He's got a killer mid-range game yeah. you would like to see him shoot better from three still he's not um, a great three-point shooter no but i still think you haven't seen the best of this team i mean Derek lively's just coming off his injury still same with three quite yeah, yeah they lost significant time in the offseason prepping for this you know prepping to get going once the season hits and yeah. i think you saw it with Derek lively um in the purdue game he didn't really have a chance to even you know, try and do anything because he was just there to get fouls on Edie. <laughs> uh, he fouled out pretty quick. Um, but he showed, like, a lot of heart when he's guarding Edie. You could tell he, he was playing really hard, which I appreciated. And I I was impressed with his defense. But now he's starting to get some more buckets. These last two games, he's looked better for sure offensively. And then Derek Wrighthead, I mean, you have to assume – or you can see that he's still getting comfortable. I think AJ Griffin last year, like when he first came back, he really didn't do much. Yeah. Uh, but by yeah. the end of the year, he was in That's that good. starting lineup and he was yeah. hitting the shots. That's so I think, like, yeah, you might want hope. You hope Whitehead has the same thing where his three point stroke comes back as the season goes on and a little bit of that athleticism. Um, I, the athleticism is still there, but yeah, it's kind of a shame he isn't fully healthy to start the year because he, he was so good in high school. Um, and I struggled to not see him translate well to college play. But, uh, yeah, he's starting to just get his confidence. So I think that Duke team, the best play for them, or the best is yet to come for him for sure. Fair. Yeah. Uh, another team that started off really good, went in the Maui, Arizona. Their two big guys have been insane, Omar <laughs> Ballo, Tubelis. So and they got, then they got smoked by Utah. Smoked. And then and then barely – like only only one by thirteen tonight against Cal, so I don't know. I think 
I think they just had a crazy good tournament. I don't think they're close to what they were last year, but they're still a very good team. What do you guys they're, think? Their well, their next game is against Indiana in the neutral yeah, side in Vegas. Yeah, that'll be telling. Shafino going to be back yet though? But Shafino is so important for that Indiana team. Yeah, yeah. Indiana team's not very good without him. No. Hopefully, hopefully he's back for that game. Um, but yeah, focusing on Arizona fan, I think the biggest thing is. Those starting three guards have to produce because the bench depth isn't there this year. Cedric Henderson, uh, and that's it. Yeah, and that's it. Ball, you thought was going to take a step up. And then the first couple games, it looked like he did when they're playing, you know, the not-so-good teams. Yeah. Uh, and then versus these good teams, he is yeah, completely teams falling off. Vsar, he's just raw. He'll be a good player, but he's just raw. He's not, you know, ready quite yet. Yeah. Um. And so Utah is really just relying on the starting five. And if those guards who are prone to, you know, having cold streaks, such as like Kirk Reese, he jacks up a ton of shots. You know, sometimes he misses a lot of them. Um, and, you know, Ramey, I mean, he was streaky at Texas. And then Larson, yeah. you're asking him to step up. So that those backcourt the, really. Those three, those three were combined three of 16 from three in that Utah game. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, Kirk. you know, that's a big thing. They win and lose with Kirk Risa because he'll he'll shoot you he'll shoot you out of games. He's one for nine in the game mm-hmm. against game against us. And Pella's just Pella's physical and he's a good rebounder and he's a pretty good defender, but he's just not very good on offense. No, he's just he just can't really do a whole lot. Like he's an he's an okay shooter, but uh, he just doesn't give you a whole lot. Two Bellas and Ball are absolute loads. They're gonna average. They're gonna continue to average eighteen, nineteen, twenty a game. Yeah. And Ramey's ball right now, but I don't know. They're gonna need. They're gonna need Kirk Reese to be more consistent. Yeah, I think to win also, the back Yeah, just off the depth point. I mean, look at last year. Last year they brought off Kier, who's like a grad transfer, good point really guard. Good. He was good. I think he's pretty. I think I was pretty underrated. Um, and then Larson also came off the bench last year. They had so much depth um, at that guard spot. And also their starting guards, and you had Matherin and Dalen Terry. Um, yeah. And you can't so, replace Benedict Matherin. No. Two first-round picks. Exactly. Yeah. So then you come into this year where your backcourt's not as strong. And that was the question point. Uh, yeah. A question mark for that team. And then Henderson, you know, he's okay. Henderson's good. Henderson's a good player. Yeah. He's, but... He looked really good in Maui. Yeah, yeah he, don't, and he, had everyone, another, everyone he had another good, good game. He All also had another good game tonight. He didn't play great against us, but no, I, but, I think he's a good player. But he's not. I don't know. I don't think he's not. A, he's not. A how would he play? How would he do on last year's team? I don't know. He'd be Kyer. You think he'd beat Kyer? I don't no. know. Similar, similar. Yeah, same player. Let's say that. Yeah, maybe same role. Didn't Larson win six man of the year? Don't get me started on that. He was, their, he was their eighth best player on their team. Technically, he was their sixth. He won six man <laughs> But he wasn't. Omar Balo was ten times better. He came off the bench. Speaking of Omar Balo, uh, losing Coloco, too, huge on defense. Yeah. Balo, Balo is not nearly as – he couldn't guard BC on the perimeter, hit five threes. Exactly, yeah. And – Dalen Terry was also a really good defender. 
and it hurts not having those two mm-hmm. a lot because Kerr is not a very good defender. No, and Ramey is Ramey's solid because he was with Beard, but he's small. And then Pella's okay. Tubelas and Balo are big, but they don't block shots like Coloco did. Yeah, especially like with how they play, the other team's gonna get a lot of shots, a lot of time on offense. Yeah, they they go fast. So if you're not good at defense, uh, you know, create a few stops like Coloco was able to get you. Your three blocks a game or whatever he's getting, he's like two point nine or three point two a game, and then yeah, he's you know, Terry, even Matherin could hold zone. So I think that the Arizona team you can't compare to last year. You can, and clearly they're not as good. Um, but the thing is, Pac twelve is down this year. Like, yeah. Well, do, USC, do you guys think USC is not good? Say that again. No. Do you think Arizona will win Pac twelve? No, I got I got UCLA. Gatto. Yeah, probably UCLA or. Uh, God, Arizona could win it. Again. They eh. could win it. Arizona could easily win it again. That's the thing. The Pac-12 is just down this year. Um, it's gonna be UCLA or Arizona. Yeah, that. I'm not. Know. I'm not sure USC finishes. I think they could be. They're gonna be fourth or fifth. No, I don't think USC will make the tourney this year. No, I don't think they're attorney. And I think I think Gatto's oh. boys are better. Gatto's boys. Arizona State is for sure better. Yeah, for sure. Um so no, the Pac twelve, I mean, Washington's got the entry bug. So they've They're good they're, though. They won tonight. Beat Colorado. They're a sneaky team. Good for them. They just lost Oregon State though. <laughs> hey, Oregon State almost beat USC. They absolutely choked. Yeah. Oregon State has lost to Portland State twice this year. I don't get it. They are and they almost beat Duke in PK eighty five. So they are a crazy team. Yeah, um, yeah. but um, the Pac twelve is going to be crazy just because I think there's no after after the three or after the first two, three through like okay except for Cal, so three through the rest is all just going to be a jum a uh, jumble like yeah. Anyone could beat anyone on a given night. I do yeah. think Washington State's definitely towards the bottom. Also, they're struggling. Wazoo, Wazoo's not good. No, they're they're probably tenth. Yeah. Um, what are some of the predictions that you guys made that are starting to look bad? Like, what teams have uh, you thought were going to be good, looked bad, or players? I mean, I thought UNC was going to – obviously – oh, we got to talk about North Carolina. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, UNC. <laughs> I mean, pick them. They're my preseason number two, I think. And now they lost four in a row. And they're not – I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. Like, was Brady Manic that good? I mean, he was good. But I I think it's mostly the guards. They struck the magic in a bottle last year. Yeah, pe- people do forget they were, at, what, an eight or a nine? Yeah, they're eight. They were they were okay that year. They were solid, but they weren't special. No, they were literally border team until they beat Duke on Coach K's what final was it was this his final night or whatever the home game yeah the yeah the home game that Duke that they beat them at and then everyone's like okay they're in the tourney now because they won that game and they just went and they just casually went to the national championship yeah yeah they balled out. Yeah, they balled out. It's also because I mean, look at look at the Baylor game. Like RJ Love, Davis, and Manic, they were hitting everything. RJ, RJ Davis. Oh, RJ Davis, Caleb Love, and Brady Manic. Those three were hitting everything. You had three guys that were unstoppable in March that all could shoot it and just opened up the middle for Baycott. 
You know, they struck, I think, what, lightning in a bottle there. And then you come to this year, Caleb Love's jacking up all the shots. Uh, I don't like the way he plays. Uh, doesn't get Baycott involved enough. Baycott has even been disappointing this year. Yeah, Baycott hasn't. Turns Baycott it over a lot. Yeah, much. and I wasn't impressed with him really. Turned it over a lot. Portland made him not look that good. Uh, and him and Nance can't play on the floor together. Nance looked great versus Portland. Actually looked good during PK85. Um, but He's not as mobile as Manic was. He's not, no. He's more of a five. Uh, so then you run the issue. Do you play Baycott or Nance at, at one time or another? I think the biggest thing that could change the outlook for UNC is Puff Johnson developing into a possible starter, and then you just bring in Nance or off the bench when maybe like Baycott's not playing well with foul trouble, or he just needs a break. Yeah, I mean that that to start defending. Yeah, that too. Their guards don't defend. I Caleb Love drives me crazy. He is such a bad defender. I will, oh my god, that's why Portland looks so great against him is because Portland like. One thing happens, and Caleb Love gives up on his guy. Uh, there, And I just saw versus uh, – what game was I watching? I just watched the – oh, Iowa State game. Iowa State, State. game. When Krill. Oh, they run a, was, he they guarding, run, was he guarding Krill? Uh, yeah, someone. So they run a pick and roll, and Caleb Love gets blown by and goes for a steal and then just stands there as the rest of the play unfolds. And then he points to a corner across the court where he was supposed to be or rotate to. And the guy got an open three. I was just like, dude, you just stood after you went. He tried to poke the ball out after he got blown by and then just stood there. Didn't even try and get back in the play. It was ridiculous. I was like, what is this effort? Uh, along with him shooting up 31 shots for Alabama or whatever. <laughs> I mean, hero <laughs> ball by himself out there. Uh, I'd much rather have the ball in RJ Davis's hands more. He's been shooting terrible too. Though. He's been shooting terrible, but at least he had passed the ball. I guess they have almost the same assist rate uh, stats. But RJ Davis is taking like two less shots a game. Um, Four. Yeah. Caleb Love's taking seventeen point three shots a game, shooting forty percent. RJ Davis shooting thirteen point five at thirty nine percent. Caleb Love is twenty five percent from three. RJ Davis is twenty nine. Pete Nance, 35 from three. Leaky Black somehow is their best shoot, three-point shooter. Yeah, Leaky Black um, all this year. I like hey, he's, he's had six years to develop a shot, so. <laughs> yeah, they're 317th in the country in points allowed per game. So, I know they play fast, but but they got, they got to defend a little bit. I also think you're kind of just seeing, like, a return to earth, like, Caleb Love last year, or his freshman year, what? He was 1.23s at 26%. And then last year, he hits 2.4 at 30%. Well, yeah, he, he, yeah, Caleb Love had one of the greatest March Madness runs like, yeah, ever. Yeah, he was incredible from three, and now he's coming back down to earth. He's 1.8 for uh, 25%. Uh, and R.J. Davis is struggling uh, from three this year for sure also. But it's not like they were incredible shooters. They are both solid shooters before like the run last year. Yeah, and they, they weren't they, like they, they, they weren't like Carson Edwards or pretty. No, exactly. But then in tournament play, they were just draining threes. So I just think you know, this year I, I we shouldn't have been a high and high as them at all compared to like when UCLA made their run. I was a lot more. Con- I feel like they will do worse than what UCLA did after their final four run. Like UNC will not be a top four seed. What was UCLA? UCLA was four. 
I don't think UNC will be a four. I don't think UNC, if they don't change their uh, game around right now, um, I do th- not think they don't look like a turn team right now. That's what I'll say. Wow. Now that is a hot take. Sam, put that in your hot takes. UNC doesn't make the tournament. All right. I will. Sam, also for the listener, Sam's open oh. on hot takes. Oh, but this one I'm feeling good about. I also added the hot take. Tell him, Finn. <laughs> Sam's original Sam's original hot take was Utah last in the Pac-12, and they will win no conference games. Won our first game by 15 against Arizona. But then Sam added Utah goes undefeated in Pac-12 <laughs> <Boom>. play. <laughs> and 2-0. So He's on the train. Is, that one He's is still on the train. No, I'm, I'm, you are 1-0 since I said that. So True. 2-0 that, total. Yeah, that was just a great, you know, great play. It helped the vibes of the team. I think they saw that one. And what yeah, today exactly. for me? Yeah, um, that's yep. But, but yeah, Utah, Finley, do you got Utah rush the court or no? Nope. No. Oh my god. No pass. Beat, beat the number fourteen by fifteen. Nobody moved. <laughs> Nobody moved. All the ancient people in the stands. Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't even get that loud. Did you even have just, fans there, man? Uh, yeah, this is actually an okay turnout. The uh, problem was most people had already gone down to Vegas, or a lot of people had, for the uh, okay. Pac-12 championship, yeah. which oh, was the next day. Because yeah. okay, Arizona was Thursday night, and then Friday was the Pac-12 oh, championship. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's actually, that's actually brutal. So that, that didn't help. That sucks. And, you yeah. know. Damn, many, yeah, that could have been packed. Holy how God. many people thought Utah was going to win that game? Nobody. <laughs> After what Arizona just did. And I didn't, I didn't think we were going to win. No, you did, but. You told me. You said we're gonna win. <laughs> okay. Um, um, another team my hot takes. That also, I gotta, I gotta, I want to get your guys' take on one of my hot takes first. How about my TCU Texas one and two in the Big Twelve? <laughs> not looking not, so crazy, huh? Not looking crazy. Uh huh. I wouldn't call that a hot take though. What? What? No. First of, I made that before the year. Kansas and Baylor are in the top two. TCU uh, Texas uh, one two. Uh, no, in take. what world, Cato, back me up there. Bro, TCU what... is not a top two. They're not even people, top. People were saying they were going to finish top three. I don't think they will. At, looking at it right now. What did I say? Check my great preseason predictions. I can't. No, you're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I said they were going to finish. Is that a third? Third. Where'd you put Texas? Second. Where'd you put Baylor? First. Kansas fourth. Interesting. You think TCU is going to finish better than Kansas? Yes. I do. I, I think take. Kansas is so exposed this year. If you catch Jalen Wilson, like they're so relying on Jalen Wilson and Grady Dick. If they don't score, they can't score at all. <laughs> I mean, and Jalen, to be fair, they have been holding up there into the bargain, but then you get to the Tennessee game. Look at that. Boom. What they drop? Like thirty seven points from like in the uh, Tennessee defense. Like something. Yeah, Tennessee defends well, but still. I mean, I think the strategy versus Kansas is have anyone beat you but Jalen Wilson and Grady Dick. Just sit someone on Grady Dick on the perimeter and have him just fall on the whole time. And then just have extra attention on Jalen Wilson. I don't think Yeah, just I think you just collapse on Jalen Wilson and yeah. just all out deny Grady Dick. Let Dewan Harris shoot from three. Let Kevin McCuller. Like, let those guys beat you. McCuller needs to be better. 
Nah, yeah, they need McClure to step up and develop. Dude, I actually, court. I kind of forgot they got him. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, yeah, he's just, he hasn't been special. doing it. Solid, he's solid, but he's just nothing special. Um, but yeah, I mean, and they don't have a they don't have a center. KJ Adams has done fine, but undersized. Yeah, I think Kansas can be exposed. Um, and I I had worries about them coming into the year, and they're doing actually better than I thought they would do. Um, having only one loss up to this point uh, is I thought they'd have more. Yeah, like two or three, but uh, no, Kansas has looked better than I thought they would. But I still, I think they are a team that can be exposed by, you know, teams that have better uh, quality players, like Tennessee. And that Duke, Duke should have won that game versus Kansas. They just choked it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that I I don't know. I that's why it's not a hot take to me. I mean, I thought TCU was going to be good, and then you see now that they have their guards back, they're playing good. Yeah, TCU's been good. <clears throat> finally played. Mike Miles is back, and they beat Providence by 13, beat Iowa by 13. So they had two two good wins in a row. They're going to get rolling again. Back to the top two in the Big 12. <laughs> All right. Move on. What were we talking about, teams, that we, uh, we mispredicted? Yeah disappointed in isn't going how you expected yeah we talked about unc um, i mean unc was the biggest one right off the bat and i think we got to talk about the old zags i mean they're still good but it's just because they have top. three losses in early december that's yeah and look at the three losses though number five purdue number two texas number six baby no no, no no that's what i'm saying like yeah it's so hard it's hard yeah. to judge them but they've done their work against like I don't know. It's just a team where it's like there's they still beat, good. They beat Kentucky by sixteen. Yeah. yeah, they're still good, but you can. There's clearly a gap between like the top half of the teams, like team, the top. And you know what? They should have beat Baylor. That is, oh, I could talk for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, they about how they fumbled the bag. That that was that was bad. Yeah, my big issue what, six, is with a minute something. All right, Gonzaga twenty one team, fantastic. Mark Few, one of the best coaches ever, yada, yada, yada. He is being outcoached this year, and I think it's obvious. I, that's that's my hot take also. I think it's clearly he is being outcoached this year. His players, the team does not look coached well at all. Um, look at the Baylor game. The, the last two minutes off, or two minutes, their offense was terrible. It's nothing. There's no movement. They just stood around. Wasted time. That's the only thing. And then you don't get a shot at the end of the shot clock. I they they don't talk well. They don't defend well. They they just look poorly coached. Kind of interesting team this year. It's a little bit different. There's no like <laughs> steady, steady point guard. No, that's running, running the show. To get like you've had you've had a good point guard for so many years in a row. It's yeah. kind of, I don't know. It's weird not to see them. And you need a calming presence at the one. Yeah, we don't have that. And Hickman's just not ready yet. He might be. But He's, I think Malachi, I I think Malachi think... Smith should play Should play like 30-some minutes a game. Yeah. I, I think Hickman, I just... He's, yeah, he's just not a calming presence at point guard. And then... You know, and part of the reason Tammy's suffering from it because we don't have guys that can get him the ball down low. Yeah. And so I want to see Mark Few drop, like Painter, like I said earlier in the podcast, just I want to see Mark Few drop stuff for Timmy to get 
get his perimeter players to get easy looks for Timmy and have the other defenders distract instead of just being able to dive on Timmy with three players. Um, is, is Afton Reed bad? Why doesn't he play? Because he's bad. Okay, fair. His Greg, IQ, was, his IQ is so low. Um, basketball IQ. <clears throat> Not a smart player, just a big body. The great thing is Ben Gregg starting to show up. Like, yeah. not did not used to be a Gregacy fan, but I'm all on the Gregacy train. Uh, <laughs> he is a good shooter, and he always has been. I mean, the offense was always there. Is like, all right, let, how will you defend ever? Will you play as a team, a, like good teammate? Um, and he is actually doing. He's hustling out there. He looks like he's trying the hardest out of everyone because a lot of guys yeah. players, especially on defense, don't look like they're trying. Anton Watson. Really good this year, actually. I don't. I'm not hitting on Anton, which is rare. Uh, Malachi Smith looked like he tried last game, but Hickman doesn't look like he tries on defense. Doesn't even look like he cares at all. Strother, Strother, um, yeah, he sucks. Timmy, Timmy's defensive IQ is terrible. He gets he's played for so long. He's still bad at defense. <laughs> yes, I, it, I also with Timmy, it's like he hasn't developed his game at all in four years. I feel like he's been the same player. He's shooting more threes. He's shooting fourteen percent. He doesn't need to shoot more threes. He, he has he's averaging one point three blocks a game this year. So he's that's shooting fourteen percent from three. That's like how? Well, that's like literally, he, like literally how? He can't make a free throw either. That's amazing. no, and that's the biggest issue. You're in college four years, you can't improve your free throw at all. In fact, I, this year might be the worst. It's worse. It's fifty seven this year. Yeah. So it's they have a lot. I, I could just talk for you. We shouldn't talk about them. That's enough. That's enough. We'll we'll cut Sam <laughs> off. Cut, Even though I brought it up. Yeah. Um, but, no, I agree with you. Uh, you know, you're looking at a team that you think's top 10 really is more to that 20-25 range. I mean, they still have wins over Xavier and, you know, Kentucky and should have beat Baylor. Speaking of Kentucky, what about them? I'm not worried about them. The only thing I'm worried about is Coach Cal's not a good coach. But <laughs> Finally, you're on the train. <laughs> but the talent is there. Like, my goodness, the team is so good. They have top 10 talent. It's just yeah. whether Cal um, coach them. Yeah, like Sam saying, the talent's there. Case and Wallace has been one of the best freshmen in the country. He's a really good player. Dog. He's been really good. He was 4 for 4 from 3 today against Michigan. Um, 14 points, 5 assists. Um, Reeves starting to shoot the ball more. Yeah, um, they've kind of gone away from. I feel like they're going more towards Reeves and away from Frederick a little bit. I don't know why they ever were on Frederick. He's a shooter. He's but a shooter, yeah, but he can't do anything else. But Reeves I think Reeves is much more. better all around. Yeah. And he's starting to show that. Am I uh, am I tripping or did we think Toppin like, improved his shot? Because he's shooting 18% from three. We did. He did. improved a ton. And it looked good a lot in the offseason. Well, he's only been seven games, but he's shooting 18%. And he shot 40%. Coach Cal so. said Look he it. shot the most shots by far out of anyone yeah, in the offseason. I think it's more of a, you know, suggestion. confidence thing. Cause yeah, confidence mid-range. Thing. Mid-range, too. He, he's been hitting some mid-range. I've seen it. He's clearly got a light to shoot it because he's shooting 2.3 a game. So, yeah. Calipari trusts him to hit shots. I just think it hasn't resulted... Or hasn't shown the results yet, but he still a big jump up though. He's averaging almost thirteen points a game. Yeah, and his mid range is filthy. Filthy. Yeah, Casey Wallace is just a monster though. I love his game. Sylvia Willer is pretty much the same dude. 
you're not a big Sylvia Wheeler fan. I I don't know. I think he's a really good passer, but he's he's just I don't know. He's making a three a game this year, thirty three percent. So that's better. <laughs> but I don't know. Same player. Need more. There's just a group of guys that you notice that like just don't change or <laughs> for four years, and you're like, how? <laughs> Yeah. That's the thing I'll get when you're in college for four years and you don't ever like expand your game. Um, and any easier said than done. Easier said than done. I guess. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. True. Um, but yeah. Uh, well, I, another team, I mean, you're disappointed in is Florida State. I was so high on them. I don't think. I think it's well, more of an injuries. Just like how Bob, Dayton's Those two. Teams yeah, they're also one and not. Dude, they don't have Jalen Ganey, who was supposed to be a big part of the rotation this year. Baba yeah. Miller, they don't have. And then yeah. Oren, uh, no, Fletcher just got Fletcher just injured. got injured, yeah. Uh, Mick Liod got injured. Chandler Jackson wasn't playing with them for the first few games. Uh, you know, Green wasn't, I think, for the first few games. They have just been destroyed by injuries. Um, and I don't get why people are saying Jalen Warrior's a first-round pick. I never saw that. Um, he's struggling. Uh, my Matthew Cleveland prediction isn't going as well. I thought he'd be, expand his game a little bit more and be that next, you know, Florida State guy to get drafted first round. But, they're just bad. Yeah, they, they're, just, they're just straight up bad. Yeah. You think of, Leonard Hamilton of, retired after this year? Or no? No, you can't go out on this. The Bayhound. Back to back you, you, just, you just keep going until you, until you have a somewhat <laughs> decent team. <laughs> He's going to be here until he's 95. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate. Speaking of terrible teams, Louisville is awful. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. One it's a shame. Teams. They are so bad. It is incredible how bad they are. Didn't uh, they just get absolutely smoked again today? Or was that yeah. yesterday? No, that was yeah. yesterday. They lost to Maryland, right? Uh, uh, no. No, so no, that was a while ago. Then, yeah, they lost to Miami today. Today. Or today. today. Really badly. 80 to 53. Miami, right? Oh, my yeah. God. 30. Yeah. Another 30. Well, uh, the talent they're, they're, is so bad. so much trouble. Uh, and then you add in the transfer portal. You, could, you didn't do anything with the transfer portal, which is what I thought was weird. Like, look at Maryland. They added a few guys, and now... They're or they added Jameer uh, Young and now they're fighting for right now. I guess top of the ten going for the championship. Uh, yeah, speaking of surprises, Maryland. But yeah, yeah, Maryland is a, a big one for me. I was I am shocked with how they are. We'll see how they keep it up. There's always a couple teams that start off the year crazy good and, and simmer. Mm-hmm. Well, Maryland, Maryland's next three games are Wisconsin, Tennessee, and UCLA. Wisco's good this year. Somehow. Don't really have all that much talent, but... We'll see what Maryland That's, can do in this three-game stretch. I feel like somehow... I, I'm not going to bet against close games. Good, yeah, I'm not yeah. Gonna, and their defense, you know? You got a good defense. Yeah. Even if you're not that great offensively or have that talented players, you're going to stay in the game. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, what about some uh, teams to monitor? I would say... Uh, for me, the biggest one, uh, Mish State right now, modern, you know, their health, you got to get healthy. They're five and four right now. Yeah, they have some good wins, but Northwestern losses, eh. it's it's not great. 
Notre Dame was bad. And Notre Dame wasn't bad. So they're they're coming off, you know, two games where they haven't looked that good. Um, they need they need all their guys back and they need a break. They need like a week off. <laughs> Petitioning for a week off. <laughs> they they should just forfeit a game. Just send everybody home or then just practice for like six days straight. They just need to get better. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> they're I mean, I think Maddie's. Like we always knew they weren't going to be that good this year. They just aren't good enough inside. But they had some flashes earlier in the year where you were like, "Oh, Michigan State's back," and then now they're <laughs> back. They're back to not. They're just back to mid. Yeah, I think Maddie Sizoka just kind of returned to earth. <laughs> yeah, he's he's still much improved, but he's just not that special. Kohler's bad. Carson Cooper's terrible. The, the, yeah. Oh my god, the Michigan State backups are terrible. Are so it's, uh, it's just painful when to watch. Fuller and Cooper, they just get burned. They get <laughs> the, murdered down and low. They just get murdered down low. Terrible. Tyson, yeah. Tyson Walker's been extremely good. Clutch shots. Anytime we're in a close game, he's, he's clutch. And Joey Hauser's been really good, especially for free. Malik Hall when he plays is good, but he's I love he's only played Hall. he's only played four games and the last four games has been extreme struggles without him. Beat yeah. beat it Oregon team with basically no players, beat Portland by one, smoked by Notre Dame and lost to Northwestern in the four games that he's been out. Yeah. And the four games Jaden Akins was out um as well. Well he came back today, but he was one he was like one for eight, so did nothing. Yeah. I don't know. They're in trouble. More teams to monitor. I think. Uh, what do you mean by? Are we only talking about teams that like we think are going to do that aren't? No. Uh, here, I'll give another one. Uh, I'll give another. Give me an example. Here. Give me another. UNLV, example. Nevada, Utah State. I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say UNLV. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, look yeah. at those three teams undefeated, top of the Mountain West. We were worried down year after you know last year was so strong. Kind yeah. of worried about a down year in the Mountain West, and then these three teams that have last couple years have been just middle of the pack, struggled. You think, oh, they might be good, and then struggle. Now they're at the top, playing well. Uh, they're not going to get five or six bids, but which of these three teams do you see making the tourney? Just some thoughts on them. Gatto, you can start. I think UNLV has some good players. Um Along with same with New Mexico, New Mexico backcourt is really really good. Um, I haven't watched much. I mean, I saw the UNLV game versus Dayton when Dayton was ranked, but it looked <coughs> pretty good there. Um, but yeah, it'll just be interesting to see how they do once comes conference play. Mm. UNLV, yeah, UNLV, I, UNLV plays. Uh, they got Washington State and San Francisco. So, I think those could be two good wins as well. Even though Washington State's only three and four, but it's a packed old school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to see these teams play each other. Because I don't really know. Utah State's, like, scoring, like, a million points a game right now. I think, what are they at? They're, yeah, they're averaging 88 points per game. I don't know. Steven Ashworth is averaging... And Taylor Funk is going absolutely stupid. But uh, I don't know. They're good. Ryan Odom, second year, doing a good job. UNLV, I think, will fall off. 
even though Elijah Harkless is, I really like Elijah Harkless, so maybe they won't. But I think, still think they will. New Mexico, I think New Mexico. God, is New Mexico the best team in the three? <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. Morris, Morris, say Morris or DZ. Yeah, House. He's, he's, he's been really good. House, Mashburn. Like, and really Desi. good. Yeah. I don't know. Utah State, I don't know. How many teams are they going to get in? That's the thing. I don't know. Wyoming is just so damn bad. I don't think Wyoming makes it this year. They've had no. They're a, they're out. Yeah, I, I don't, think, so. I don't so. think they make it. You know, and you look at that team. You thought they were going to be second easily behind San Diego State, but starting off this year rough. Um, don't have that other sh- elite shooter in that lineup. I just think Wyoming's going to struggle, and the rest. Dude, is dude, they just they just lost to GCU, and GCU didn't even have Blackshear. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they lost. They've lost four. In, Wyoming's lost four in a row. Mm-hmm. They're in trouble. I don't. You know, ask me before the season. I said Wyoming and yeah. San Diego State. Well, and looking at it now, with a weak Pac-12, you're saying a Pac-12 that might only get two teams. Realistically, probably will be three. But say yeah, you only get two out of the Pac-12. ACC, they look weak. You mm-hmm. might only get three or four out of there. Um, so the, I mean, it opens up, there's bids there in the West coast conference might only be one. They're one or two. They're two. Um, St. Mary's. St. Yep. I think so too. I've said, uh, I'm a big St. Mary's fan this year. Um, so I think they get two for sure. The rest of it, there's, I don't think there's a, there's no one near uh tournament quality. I think for the no. three spot, there's solid teams, but no one that's going to make tourney. Um, Mountain West could get that, three. That, that's my mate. Do you think four is a possibility? No. Well, San Diego State's two, auto. I think two. I think two. I think four. Four. The Mountain. They're doing West. their work in the op. Look at every San Diego State, off-season. and then you. Well, who are the possibilities? Or preseason. The possibilities the possibility? are you. Realistically, the possibilities right now are all three undefeated teams that we just talked about: UNLV, Utah State, New Mexico. San Diego State's a lock really has a chance. But does Boise State still have a chance? Sure, why not? Six and two? Okay, Boise and they won it last year. So then, then you have four possibilities. Nevada's looked really good. Yeah. So but maybe four point five. To say five? No, I'm just saying there's there's a lot of teams of possibilities that are all looking good. So then they beat up if if a, like a couple teams emerge as beating all those teams and all of a sudden you're looking at three or four. Yeah. But the problem is, if, problem is, if San Diego State runs away with the league, then they're then they're they're in trouble. They win every game. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they will. San Diego State's good, but so is the rest of the conference now. Yeah, I think you look at the first top, say six teams. You know, Stevens is back for Colorado State. Maybe you know they stay in. No, the preseason. no, no, no. No, but no. say they end the preseason strong. I mean, the conference one through seven looks like strong conference, and then Wyoming back healthy. Um, they'll look better. So you have a strong conference. Yeah, teams will be up on each other, but maybe four isn't out of the question. I right now I would say there's a possibility for four. I wouldn't. How many get? How many did they get last year? They got three: Colorado State, Boise State, San Diego State. And they all doesn't matter they look, whether they all lost or not. They got three. Okay. okay. But okay. the rest look, look terrible. Behind those three weren't very good. Yeah. Look at this conference. I mean the. What what's the conference? Wait, what were there three? No, they had four. 
No. Last year, because they had Wyoming. I said that. Wyoming, San Diego State, Colorado State. Boise State. Did they get four last year? Was Colorado State yeah. last year? Yeah, they were. Colorado State was a six. They lost to Michigan. Oh, they got four. I think they do four again then. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're right. So it's, it's a possibility then. I think it's four again. Wyoming snuck in as an 11. I think Utah State's being slept on. They're a very good team. It's Utah State's good. They, you six eight six nine six eight. Uh, you got a seven footer in there for some defense. Ryland Jones isn't even playing that well. Uh, Ryland Jones, Ryland Jones, thrower to start off the season. Shulga can shoot. Uh, I just think it's an older team, which always ends up well. Older yep. team that can shoot and you know, that can do, guard you. They're tall. Um, they can't really guard you, but they're tall, so they <laughs> match up with you. Um, but I think they're I think they're a really good team. They do need to lock in on the defensive end a little bit more. You can't be three hundred tenth defensively and expect to make the tourney. That's the big issue. Um, yeah. New Mexico State starting five. You're talking about New Mexico or New Mexico State? Right at New Mexico. Okay. Starting five wise, you look at them and you think that it is a tournament quality starting five in the sense that you know House and Mashburn get out of here. This is like one. You can put up – I think you can put them up with any backcourt in the nation. Whoa. I think so. They are good. They're both shooting so over 42% from three. Yes. House is getting 3.4 steals a game also. That's a lot of steals. Yes. I, those, I, they are one of the best backcourts, not just in the conference. But I would say if you look at the West Coast, they're a top three backcourt. They are so good. And then Morris Udesi, if you got a guy down low that can distract, you know, distract them, give them more space on the perimeter. Alik is athletic. He's a solid player. Uh, you would like someone else to step up. And Donovan Dent from uh, the freshman, he was so good on Centennial last year, but he's kind of overshadowed by Jared McCain. Uh, yeah. He's a really good player. And, I mean, he's averaging good stats. I mean, 5.6, 2.6 rebounds, and 3.4 assists as a freshman. Yeah. They're pretty good. I think – I think they're a really good team. I think the worst of the bunch, yeah, is UNLV. Um, yeah. I think they're a team I'm least sold about, um, but they're still really good. Keyshawn Gilbert's a dog. Really good player. And, you know, they, the thing they have, though, is their defense is so good. Yeah, because yeah, they, they brought in Parkless. Parkless? And Parquet. Parquet. Both, like, known as Luis two really Rodriguez. good defenders. Luis Rodriguez was uh, was a really good defender at Ole Miss, and he was considered oh, the best perimeter defenders on in the SEC. They brought so, in three then. Yeah, and then Keyshawn Gilbert can hold his own. He's a good defender too. I mean, one point nine steals a game. That perimeter defense is incredible. They average eleven steals a game. Yeah, they they can really guard you out on the perimeter um, with those four players, and then you know you get Jackie Johnson still. The biggest question is you have no one really down low. You're relying on. Yeah. Uh, they call him Mublaka. Mublaka. <laughs> he, yeah, he's cool. You he can't really score. You kind of just get some blocks, and he's solid. He hustles. But, you know, I, I do question, you know, not having a center that's reliable. Um, and I worry about their scoring, which gets conference play. I don't think it's going to hold up, uh, even though they got some guards that can score. But... I think they're the most vulnerable of the three, even though they're 8-0. Fair. I'd agree. Yeah. 
but uh, it is interesting to see those three off to such hot starts uh, when I did not really expect it. Especially yeah. New Mexico, I feel like over the last couple of years has been a case of, oh, I think they have talent, and then it never comes together. You know, they yeah, all they had big conference transfers, like Carlton Bragg, remember him from Kansas? Yeah. He came over, and, you know, they always got some players. Uh, they got the Ohio State guy. What was that dude's name? Um, Leon? No. You know what I'm talking about? Um, what are we talking about? Oh, it's an Ohio State transfer. <laughs> well, this is off time. But the Ohio State transfer from like a couple years ago is supposed to come in and be a monster. I don't remember. Or New Mexico. Oh, Jaquan Lyle. You remember Lyle? No. Vaguely. He averaged double digit points on Ohio State and then transferred into New Mexico. Oh. He was like a top one. And then Vance Jackson. Oh. And Carlton oh, yeah, Bragg. Guy. Yeah, they, they they just had, you know, what was this, the 1920 year. I thought they were going to make tournament for sure. They had such good transfers, and then none of them pan. You know, they are all solid, but the team just doesn't gel. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like this year could be the year they break that, which would be nice. It would be cool to see. It would be nice to see UNLV or New Mexico, you know, teams that in the past, like mid-2000s, were really good. But then yeah, UNLV is a storied program. Yeah. And, you know, they were getting top recruits back in mid-2000s, early, like, 2010s. Yeah. They were getting some of the top recruits. Um, but, yeah, they've definitely taken a fall from grace. So it would be nice yeah. to see them get back up to, the, you know, what they used to be in some sense. Anthony Bennett. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony Bennett, man. Anthony Bennett. All right. Walker, so we... I think, was got another guy to add? Derek Jones went there, too, no? Or was he? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Derek yeah. Jones. yeah. And Steve, remember Steven Zimmerman? He was like a Fox. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes, 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 yes. No, they had guys, so I hope they get back to being good. And then, you know, hopefully the recruiting gets better. Get some, keep the kids in Vegas to stay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should we move on? Yeah. Yeah. Sam, should, let's do your segment. My segment? Or, no, or we can, let's, yeah, let's end with yours. Uh, I made a quick segment. Uh, who finishes higher in in like their the their respective conference? I'm just gonna give you two teams, and uh, you guys just talk about who you think is gonna finish higher. So first, ACC, Miami or Vatech? Who finishes higher in the ACC? Vatech, no doubt about it. I was gonna say Vatech as well. Vatech is a top twenty-five team. Yeah, but I think Miami's good too. Uh, I'm not sold. Not sold in Miami. I got a hot take on Miami. Yep, Gatto. Yeah, Gatto doesn't like them. I don't. don't, They they don't have much size at all. Omi Air is good. Um, But, you know, I just don't. Wong. Their only loss is Maryland so far. that Charlie Moore is better than Pac. Like, I don't know. I think he fit the team much better. Um, But we'll see. I think Miami still makes tourney, but I just think Votek is a top 25 team. Single seed. I think they're good. You know, Votek, this year. Mike Young's a good coach. He's got him going. Mm-hmm. He is a good coach. Sneaky fun team to watch. Sneaky fun team to watch. Because you just don't think they're going to be fun, and then then they're then you kind of enjoy watching them. You can have a sneaky fun team to you watch. Know there's, you know, Marquette. Like that. Marquette, good call. Marquette. Sneaky. I think Marquette. We'll finish higher than Providence. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Marquette of Providence. Not a tournament team. No, they're not. Uh, they're they're felt... 
Um, they had one good year, but they lost too much. Yeah, but the one good year, uh, the, you know. Marquette uh, lost a whistle though. Great connection with the. I think there's some more disconnect this year in the transfers, and they're they're all a lot younger and like moving into. All of them didn't really have that big of roles on their team, so then now it's kind of you know figuring out who's, who, what's your role on this new team where everyone else is like trying to get a bigger role. Like Hopkins didn't play that much last year. Carter, uh, you know, he wasn't. He was a freshman last year on the South Carolina team. There are other mouths to feed, so you know he comes in. I just think, I don't know. I don't see him as tourney team, but there'll be an NIT team. I think. Definitely bottom end of the Big East. <coughs> interesting. Yeah, I think Mar- Marquette's an interesting team. People weren't that high on them this year, but Cam Jones and Prosper have definitely taken big steps, and Joplin's a shooter off the bench. And yeah. Kola, Kola can really pass it, eight assists a game or whatever. So they're good again, and they're definitely turning potential. Oso's good also. And Tyler Kotek. Yeah, Kotek, man, he's a great passer. Kotek, yeah. Yeah. I like Oso. How do you say Igodaro? Igodaro. Igodaro, yeah. yeah. He's lit. Sneaky. Averages three assists a game. Yeah. And he's pretty I'd big. Love to see that from Buzzman. Him and Cam Jones are on my breakout players list. God, get yeah, Cam, Cam, Cam Jones is a good player. Cam Jones, yeah. Cam Jones is a really good player. <laughs> I like seeing Shaka do good. I don't know. I'm a I'm a Shaka fan. He's got his uh, what did Rothstein <clears throat> say the other day, or was it Goodman? It was Rothstein. He said he said he's got he's got his uh he's got his I don't know his swagger back, his team back, or there's he's given he's that... gotten through the hiccup of Texas, like it's yeah. back to like it looks like the VCU teams, like they're playing hard, yeah. they're getting after teams on defense. Yeah, I don't and think. He's... I don't know. I don't see Shaka as a, you know, when he goes to that big school, it's different expectations. And you're getting these big recruits, and you can't, you know, it's, they don't they don't buy in like some of the other recruits you're getting. It's hard to. Yeah, I think he coaching because he's expected to get big recruits at Texas, and you know, so he changed kind of the way he coached, and then now that he's back at another school, he can go back to how he normally coached. I like him. I'm rooting for him. I hope he goes bald again. That was awesome. Or, <laughs> or yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right, third, Maryland or Michigan? Oh, that's an Maryland. interesting one. I, I mean, there's no way I thought I'd be saying Maryland, but honestly, yeah, easily Maryland. They've looked easily. Uh, I don't look easily. Yeah, right now, easily at this moment in time. At this moment, yeah. Well, I'd look later on and say, eh, maybe not so easy, probably, but at this moment. I think I think Michigan will finish above Maryland. <clears throat> this this is well, a tough one. It is tough for me, yeah. Compared to the other two, the first two. Yeah. <coughs> I don't know, Michigan, they got... But Maryland's just playing way better together. I'll probably take Maryland. Think if you can take away is how hurt is Llewellyn? Didn't he get hurt today? Yeah, he got hurt today. How hurt is he, or do we not know yet? I don't know. If he's really hurt, then I'll take Maryland for sure. Because I don't think I think then if then if you take, huh? Go with your heart. Yeah, I'll take Maryland. I don't like Michigan. 
Hunter Dickinson. You take away Hunter Dickinson and Death Howard, Death Howard shooting, then what else do they have? Especially yeah, how well it's gone. Jet Howard is cool. All right, next. The next one is oh, that one. That one's. How about Washington or USC? Oh yeah, I would easily say Washington, but I don't know the injury what? situation. Like Kepnet, I didn't. I didn't. He sat out this game for the knee. They don't. They haven't released anything yet. Um. I don't know whether he tore it or not, but the they everything I was reading said that he torn it. So, mm. um, oh, that's not good. Yeah. So I don't know uh, if he was healthy. I mean, yeah, Washington. I think's the better team. I'm still gonna go. They don't have a center. Langston Wilson time. What do you mean, Washington? Yeah. Oh my God, Langston Wilson. How do you do today? He didn't play. What? Is he on the roster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's he's either just not good at all, or he's injured. Hmm. Probably the first one. <laughs> Zero minutes is crazy. He's only... even when the first two starting centers are injured, he gets no minutes. They played Jackson Grant, so that was just one point a game. Dude has one of the greatest Juco mixtapes ever. Oh no, Braxton Mayo came back. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, I'm still going yeah. Washington. Washington's a solid team this year. I wish they were fully healthy. They'd be tournament bound. Noah Williams too. I'm so sad about the front cutting injury. Yeah, it's Such a bummer. A nice dude. Oh yeah, how long is Noah Williams out for? Uh, he's I don't know. He's been out for a while. year, basically. It feels like. Yeah, he's... he hasn't played in a long time. Yeah, I think. I think... Was it injury or is it like the transfer, like waiver wire injury. I thought. Well, he played. He played a game at the beginning. Yeah. I think. Oh, we did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's in. I mean. I think, I think I still take USC, unless like Bank I and take USC both just come back. Of the I'll take USC. Players. Yeah, I think USC just is a better based team. His history is, and Washington always just players. finds a way to lose just to bad teams <laughs> when they just shouldn't. They have way more talent, like AK Oregon State. <laughs> yeah, Mississippi State or Florida. Florida. Florida did not look impressive whatsoever. Um, Will Richard did though. Yeah, but Mississippi Mississippi State can't really score. They're really good on defense. And but at some point you got to make shots. Yeah, they can't. Huge product of Chris Chance right there. Yeah, their talent level is so low compared to the SECs, but they play so tough, and their defense is so good. It's going to keep them in games. They got some. I mean, Tolu Smith's good. Yeah, Tolu Smith is very good. He's quality. Yeah. Uh, Ugh, they can really defend. I'm going to go with the talent. I'm going Florida. Although I don't feel good about it. Let it be known. Both first-year head coaches. Yeah, Florida's not as good as I thought. Um, but now that they've mm. put Bonham in their starting lineup, they've started to look a little bit better. Um, he uh, Kyle Lofton struggles. Um, and... You know, they just have some issues, especially defensively. But Castleton's yeah. a monster. I love Castleton's game. Really. No, five and three. I think I might take Florida, too. I think Mississippi. I don't really think Mississippi State's that special. I think, I think they'll I come back Florida, there. I hope Florida gets it going. So do I. I would really like to see Florida make the tourney this year. They can, they can definitely turn it on. SEC's loaded. 
those teams are going to have. Imagine they win on Wednesday against UConn. Florida's going to be bubble, though. Like, they're going to be an 11th some turn if they get in. Yeah. Nothing more. Like, they will be like I, – I wouldn't be surprised to also see them if they get in to see them playing first four. Like, I just think they really aren't they, – they have not looked good yeah. all this year. There's no game where I've been like, oh, you guys look really good. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anything else about those two? Um. Kyle Lofton hasn't really done much. No. Yeah. I thought, I thought he would, but. Yeah. I. Florida. Florida's an interesting team. They got. There's still a lot of time left in the season. Obviously. <laughs> I haven't even played an SEC game yet. Alex Bush has looked solid. Yeah. You know. Better than Afton Reed. Yeah. Imagine how good this Florida team would be if Bouye could have played another year and transferred over. Oh, my God. If Jamari Bouye was on Florida right now. With Hasselton. I mean, oh, I miss Bouye. I'll tell you that much. He was so yeah. good. All right. <clears throat> let's move on. Sam's special section. Do your thing. It's called Sam's Alphabet. Um, I'm going to give Finley and Gatto a you guys want to get the same letter, have the opportunity of the same letter, and then we'll go to the next letter. It's just two. Two letters for care. today. Um, okay, we'll do it where, like, I'll say a letter and both of you guys say your headline. So I'll give up okay. uh, both of them a letter, and they both have to give a headline or storyline from that letter. Like, okay. the first thing that comes to mind. So if I said, like, S, you could go, like, um, this is really... just off the cuff. This is just yeah, off the cuff. You could right? go, like, Stetson. Let's talk Stetson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah, of course. Meant, that's I exactly what I think. I thought you meant like actually come up with like a headline. Well, or you can't come up with the actual headline. I like that better. That's why I first met, but that's yeah. harder. I'll okay. But give me a letter. letter. I thought. All right, so I'll give you guys a little second to think. Um, maybe okay. fans a fun trivia fact while you guys are thinking of a headline. But the first letter, <laughs> P, P, P. Okay, I got one. Yeah. Damn, that's a. Like that, Finley? Well, I had already looked at the doc, so I knew I was, yeah. was going to get the. Um, I'll say Purdue is the best country, best team in the country by far right now. I don't think anyone else is close to them. I think they dominate anybody. Wow. Even UConn. Yep. I think Sonogo gets neutralized by Edie. Yeah, but and what their, about. And they're bigs. Klingon, a try and guard Edie. Yeah, UConn has a lot of guys. I still think Purdue's, a lot of Purdue beats nope, him. I agree. I think Edie is unstoppable. You're like, like, uh, like he keeps tweeting John Rothstein, you know, uh, he is the Yao Ming of college basketball. He is unstoppable <laughs> right now. And yeah. I don't see a way you can stop him. You have to try and get him in foul trouble, limit his minutes, but he doesn't foul. He's a smart player. Um, yeah. So. It's and they're flowing right now, and they're playing confident. They are. That that'd be a super interesting game, but but I'll stick with my headline. I yeah, I agree. That's a good one, Finn. I like it. Thank you, Gatto. All right, for my P, I'm gonna go with pressure on the Tar Heels. Oh, God, that's good. Wow, fantastic yeah. headline. What a that's a headline right there. Sports Illustrated, get this man signed. <laughs> that was good. We don't even need to elaborate. No, we so we've been... pressure on the Tar Heels. We've talked about it enough. It's yeah. Perfect. All right, next. Next. All right, G. G. Mm. Oh, more. Right. This, this one's harder. 
well, there's like, yeah, I don't know how many teams start with G in college basketball. That's what makes it harder. Or players. You can do player. Hmm. You have to player whose name starts with G. Let's see how many G's are there. Oh, there's decent. Oh, what is this? GG oh. Davis. GG. GG. Not, not, not who I'm talking about. <laughs> there's uh, 11 teams in D1 with G. Oh, Web, I'm in the process of making one. Georgetown, George Washington, Georgia, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, Georgia Tech. <laughs> Georgia Bond Tech, Bag- bad. Link, I'm like Canada. not going. How about my headline? Georgia. How does Georgia? How does Georgia State lose in Northeastern? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> hey, upset. Shout out to my upset pick today. One and How six. does that happen? How in the world? It's not. That's not mine. But I was shocked they lost. I do like, and I like Georgia State this year. I thought they were going to be pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Sam, you got any hot? I got a, I got a funny one, kind of an overreaction, right. but go yes. green or go home. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mistake. Come on, got to get some uh, some games in the green column. That's a good one, Gatto. Exactly what, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I love it. Finn, come on. Pressure's on to end the podcast. Finley's headline for G. Uh, Grady Dick is the most important player in the Big 12 Conference. Wow. Ooh. If he goes absolutely crazy, Kansas can win, can win, the, can win the Big 12. That's crazy. But, but I don't, I don't think you. I don't think he will. <laughs> he is such a good player. I I remember. You guys might not remember this, but I remember it. I texted you guys because I was up late one night and I didn't have my college basketball, so I'm watching the NIBC stuff. Yeah, yeah. you're obsessed with Grady and, Dick. Yeah, and I was like, dude, this Grady Dick guy is awesome. He's such a good player. Yeah. I was like, this guy is such a sniper, and luckily he's carried over that, uh, you know, that ability yeah. from high school. I mean, he's looked really impressive. All right, my G1 to end it, end the podcast. Uh, goodness gracious, Georgetown sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was really good. Goodness, goodness, goodness gracious. Oh, God. Yeah, they are terrible. Yep. Ewing, You're absolutely right. I don't know how he's still coaching a game. They got throttled by LMU. Go West Coast Conference. Um. But still, I mean, when you're at Georgetown, Georgetown is so bad by LMU and then lose to America and then just like, what was Dante like? Harris is in the transfer portal. It's, yeah. just a, it's just so bad. Well, Dante Harris hasn't played a game all season. Um, It's not good. <clears throat> no, it's They're in trouble. He needs to, he needs to get cut this. I mean, it's just unfortunate. You know, such a legend, and you don't want to do that to someone that's meant so much to your school. But I mean, the results speak for itself. You got he's lucky. gone, and yeah. I think him and Tinkle got so lucky making the tourney that both of those had the contract years where they were going to get fired, and then they make the tourney. And you know, that was absurd. Yeah, the fact that both those teams <laughs> made it the same year. <laughs> it's crazy because if I was the if I was the what's it called that runs the school. AD, AD. AD. If I was the AD at either school, I wouldn't have hired them back, even though they made 
even saying, though you Oregon can't State not hire a team back if you make the elite eight. Even if you went on late elite or eight run, I mean, did he not watch them like last? <laughs> what are you going to tell the guy? You wouldn't yeah. give the coach Sorry. a contract extension if he nope. got to the elite. I would have gone. I would have gone. Thank you for getting us to the elite eight. They're still gone. <laughs> That's crazy. make the final. Make the final four next time. It's, no, See ya, buddy. No, it's I. No, I just I was still would have fired him. I, I went to so many Oregon State games, and every time I went to their games, I just go, this offense is so boring to watch. They, it's brutal. I, I don't, I don't like Tinkle as a coach. Goodness gracious, Georgetown sucks. Yeah, but anyway, we were on yeah the Georgetown. Yeah, that is the final words for the night, Finn. That is, that's my sign off. And you know what? Great with Louis, Louisville and Cal are right with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least Georgetown's won a game. Four, actually. Respect, Respect to Georgetown for winning the game. All right. Um, anything? Any last words, fellas? Sam's alphabet. Thank you. Um, I've said my words. Sam's, Sam's word count. He's way over. <laughs> um, Kent State at Gonzaga tomorrow. Interesting. <laughs> Gatto, are you calling that an upset? Can't just say something like tease the audience. I might, yeah, that might be my upset pick. This might work. Fucking it's barely more out there than Northeastern. <laughs> All right. Once again, thank you for listening to the Conservative CB Geniuses podcast. I'm Finley Dunn. I'm Jack Gatto. I'm Sam Blum. Thank you. <laughs>